0: Fountain Springs Online. Thank you for tuning into this podcast, which I'm calling Coffee with Kevin, which means I'm Kevin and I've got my coffee with me. And uh, today we're just going to be talking a little little bit about uh, the message from Pastor David. Uh, Really, this podcast is just going to be about anything that uh, might be just on my mind that I want to share with you guys, the church online. Or uh, again, like today, it's um, a chance to kind of reflect back on the message that we just heard on Sunday. And just so we don't kind of lose out on, uh, sometimes I think we get into the week and we tend to forget a little bit about what was just said. Uh, and I think there's just some things to unpack and just kind of talk about. And I just want to share with the church online. So again, thank you for tuning in and, and checking this out. If you have any questions, comments, just want to say hi, uh, you can always comment down below. I will make sure to check those out. Um, I'd love to hear from you all because I, I know so many of you can see me, but I can't see who's on uh, the other side of the camera there. So I'd love to connect with you guys more. So uh, the weight of the table again, talks about uh, redemption. And Christ comes to a point where uh, he's showing... Uh, and Christ often does this. He, he shows shows us how to live through his actions. And uh, we come to a point where he's meeting with some people in a room. And he's about to have dinner with them. So I want to check out uh, that verse with you guys um, that we covered during the message. And this is where it says in Matthew 9... Um, I think this starts in nine ten, and as Jesus re- reclined at the table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners. It again, many. Let's let's check that out. Uh, it's not just uh, his disciples, and then they found kind of one guy on the street who's like, oh hey, we should maybe bring this guy in. He you know he could use some extra love, some extra help. No, there, there's many many tax collectors and sinners, uh, and if we remember what David talked about. Uh, tax collectors being those guys who, uh, A, are taking your money for taxes, and no one likes to pay taxes, okay? But uh, you know sometimes they would kind of just steal from their own people, really, because they're going to maybe scrape some money off the top. Oh, you don't just owe $100, you owe $120, um, and they're going to pocket that extra 20 So those weren't good people. Uh, sinners, in this case, we're not necessarily talking about the sinners who... Um, I, th- I think when we say sinners today, uh, we, we are referring to um, just sort of everyone. Just, you know, we we kind of all call ourselves sinners, but here it's more the, I would call the unsaved sinners, sort of the people who are in the, who sin, but don't, um, don't necessarily have any reason to change. That's just their life. They're okay with it. Uh, and that's just how they live. So I think that's, that's, what, that's how David described uh, sinners in this case. Uh, so again, so many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus. Don't get caught up on reclining; it's just how they ate. They weren't just about to go to sleep. They uh, they didn't sit in tables and chairs like us. Their tables were lowered to the ground. They kind of sit on a floor type setting. Uh, so that's just how that was, and they were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. Uh, and when the Pharisees saw this. Uh, so the Pharisees are there too, and they said to his disciples. So they didn't make the comment to Jesus. They they kind of made this little offhand like, "Hey, uh, why why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners?" Um, but when he heard it, of course Jesus being Jesus, or maybe it's just a small room, and he, and he heard this offhand comment. Um, Jesus said to them, um, talking to the disciple, or uh, sorry, the uh, Pharisees, those who are well, have no need of a physician. So, if you're not sick, you don't go to a doctor. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, but those who are sick, uh, go and learn. Uh, they learn what this means. Uh, this being, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Uh, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. And so, I, I think here, um, you know, Jesus is talking about he desires mercy. I think that's showing us how we need to relate to each other in showing each other mercy, coming to the table uh, with others that we don't agree with. we don't Maybe we don't look like them. We don't wear what they're wearing. They uh, they talk differently than us. They believe differently than us. They vote differently than us. Uh, folks, these are still people that we are called um, to show mercy and love to. Um, for uh in the last uh, line here for i came not to call the righteous but sinners and, and folks that's that's us <laughs> we are not the righteous we are the sinners um and that's that shows the redemption that we need that when we come to the table with christ and uh admit that we need him in our lives and uh lay down our sins to him and ask for forgiveness that is his redemptive power and that's what this whole easter season is about it's it's god saying noah i'm going to take your sin away um, for your belief for following me and and that is um that is the way of the table and that's the way of jesus so i I hope you got some of that this week and i hope that resonates with you a a little bit and um you know this period we also took uh communion on Sunday. And uh, this is sort of reflective of that uh, relationship that Jesus is having with the people that he's meeting with. He essentially is taking a, uh, a, stance, a stance of communion uh, with those tax collectors and sinners. And um, that is one of the um, means of grace that John Wesley talks about. I'm taking a class and uh, it's it's something that we've discussed a little bit. So i wanted to kind of just share that with you because it just kind of connected here a little bit. And um, in this class, we talked about the means of grace, the way that we, um, that we hear from God, that we find relationship with God. And there's different ways. One being prayer. Um, obviously, that, that's a very direct way of communicating with God. Uh, one is through uh, reading scripture or studying scripture, uh, the Bible, and uh, the other way being uh, Holy Communion. Uh, which we just did on Sunday. And the question was in in our our class was, which of these three do you feel uh, the most connected to? Which one do you feel like you uh, connect with the Holy Spirit and and feel connected with God the most? Which one the least? Uh, I think the most people responded to was uh, reading scripture. And the least uh, it was probably communion. And I think uh, communion has become a lot more uh, ritualized, and I and I know even for me, at least before before this week, um, it was more of just an opportunity to pray and have that moment of prayer and sort of um, ask for forgiveness. And I think that's what communion has been for me uh, a lot. But and maybe that's that that's been for you. I'm kind of curious how how you've viewed communion in the past. Um, again, the comment is down below if if you want to. Uh, let me know what you think of communion but uh, I think definitely after the message this week I, it's it's definitely changed in how um, it, it is that op- about that opportunity of redemption from Christ and, and how not just from him to us but how we can show that mercy and that grace to others. It's not just a top down up uh, up and down, relationship it is an outward relationship uh, with each other because we are called to uh, love God and love each other so we are to um, show that grace to each other along with the the means of grace too um, uh, we were asked to describe other ways or other means of grace that we we have in our lives and one thing that I included and a lot of other people included was uh, that of worship or uh, worshiping God through music and and that is something that always really speaks to me and uh, i'm curious if it does to you too where uh, especially on sunday mornings and just sometimes um, getting into a, a certain song whether it's me necessarily talking to god and and just worshiping him or maybe it's just a time when i need to listen to the words and let the holy spirit just sort of uh melt the that music into my heart so that i can maybe just hear it in a new way and hear what god needs to uh needs to put on my heart and uh, i i get that on sunday mornings but i think even more so on just days that i'm driving in my car uh maybe heading to work in the morning um uh turn the music up just a little bit and that is definitely an opportunity that i allow for the holy spirit to communicate with me and to see where god is leading me or just to worship him for a little bit and it just turned my focus to him for the day um, and i'm kind of curious what how if there is anything else that you think of and i know other people have um, means of grace and ways of connecting with god i know one guy mentioned um meditation yeah meditation and he talked about how um, you know, he, he's essentially just listening to God. But I, I found that so interesting that he called it meditation. And I mean, that's what it is. But um, I think when we say the words meditation, it sounds it sounds kind of foreign. Kind of like a, it's it might be like a Eastern religion thing, or it's it's not really Christian. It's it's maybe just something for hippies. I don't I don't know. But I, I think if we if we look at it as if maybe we call it christian meditation uh basically it's just listening to god um taking the opportunity because i think we we often send up prayer so we are sending up prayer but we don't focus on the downward we don't always take that time to say okay i i've been talking to god i've been sharing this i've been putting this on my mind uh you know one of my loved ones is in the hospital i've been praying and praying but what is what's coming down What's God trying to say to us? And I think those moments um, are needed in our lives where we just need to listen. <laughs> and maybe that's that's in a form of prayer where we, we talk to God and then just wait for a while. Or maybe it's we read scripture and then take a moment um, to just let that resonate with us and see what the Holy Spirit needs to say from what we just read. Um, I know... I've definitely had that happen where I, I read some some either scripture or even just another book and uh, you just need to take a moment it's say, wow, that was just really incredible. You just need to kind of soak that in and understand uh, what it means. And I think um, as Christians we need to focus on meditation or listening to God uh, more and allowing that relationship to happen. And as we uh, focus on communion and this um redemptive power i want to look at uh, an idea of redemption and there's or a story of redemption where um there's a sermon about the story of barabbas and jesus where they're in front of Pilate, and uh this is actually a little video that i'll try to post down below uh as a link Uh, i think i have it saved on YouTube, so I'll try to make sure to to throw that in there. It, it's really powerful. You might have heard it before, but it talks about that moment when Christ is standing there with uh, Barabbas, and Barabbas, he's uh, just kind of a, a bad dude that they have in jail, and they call him a rebel, um, uh, a murderer, and so so he's just a bad guy. He's done a lot of bad things, and he's he's in prison. Um, I I do have my own question about Barabbas. And I'm curious if you guys have ever thought the same thing, or maybe you can just correct me and tell, him, tell me I'm wrong. That's fine. Um, but Barabbas, they called a rebel. So I'm kind of curious if he like led a rebellion against uh, Rome. Maybe he was trying to help free the Jewish people of uh, like the Roman occupation or something. And so if he would have done that, then that would have means he might've fought against some Roman soldiers. And if he killed Roman soldiers, then yeah, it would make sense. They listed, they put him in prison and said he was a, a rebel in a murderer. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's true, but I, it's just one thought I had. And so, uh, so yeah, Barabbas is there with Jesus. Let's just take the standpoint. Okay. He's, he's a bad guy. He's done a lot of bad things. And, um, of course, the crowd says one of them has to be released, uh, and one of them has to essentially die. And, and the crowd says, no, free Barabbas, and we're going to kill Jesus. I think in that moment, um, we, we, we take the standpoint of, A, like feeling sorry for, for Jesus, and we feel bad for Jesus. He has to, he has to do this. And he has to go through the suffering. And um, I think sometimes we put ourselves in the crowd, You know, thinking it's like, well, yeah, what would I have said if I was there? Um, Would I have just been lost in my sin? But uh, what this message uh, in in this like little clip from the sermon talks about is uh, really we are in the position of Barabbas, which is incredible to think about. It's like, well, I'm not a murderer. I'm not a. But we are sinners. And Barabbas didn't do anything to get released from his eventual punishment, which I'm, probably was death at that time. For, for the things that he'd done, um, he was probably lined up to, to die at some point in time. And Christ just took his place. So, so there was a place where someone had to die uh, for essentially sins, uh, for, for bad things. And Jesus just, having never sinned, he took the place of Barabbas. And Barabbas didn't have to do anything. Now, of course, we understand that uh, to be saved with with Christ, we have to um, believe in Him, believe what He did, and and, and ask Him for forgiveness. But uh, in in that moment, we are Barabbas because uh, while we were sinners, Christ took our place and died for us. And folks, that 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 is, um, that is the way of the table. Christ coming coming to us and, and offering redemption. And now we have the opportunity to turn our life and focus to God because of that. It's absolutely incredible. So I I hope, um, I hope this message spoke to you a little bit. If it did, you know, again, let me know down below in the chat, and I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, lastly, I want to just give you a couple announcements uh, before I leave you. Uh, there are still tickets available for Easter. So of course, Easter is coming up uh, very soon, And there are still tickets available. Again, they are absolutely free. Uh, We just wanna make sure that you have uh, a spot and a place for you and your loved ones or your friends or whoever you're bringing uh, to Easter uh, with us if you are attending in person. And uh, you can check those out and get them online. And if you wanna serve, we definitely have plenty of serving spots. Um, If if you wanna show up in person and serve, uh, we'd love to have you out there. Uh, Again, you can check that out online um on your computer or on the app and get signed up for either tickets or serving and then oh yeah after Easter we will have uh baptisms coming up maybe you're watching online and you're just checking us out and you're just wondering about this whole church thing well if there is a moment uh in your um Easter service where Christ is speaking to you or God is speaking to you and you say yes I need Christ in my life and I, I just I need Christ to forgive me of my sins. Then we have a spot, a next step for you, and a spot for you in our baptisms. Um, it will be an opportunity for a lot of new believers over, over this Easter season um, to show off being a new believer and coming to that point where they want to make that um, a public announcement um, to say that they're a new believer. And we will have those baptisms. We will have a class before. baptism so that's why we'd like to get you signed up and if you are online i would love to know if you're going to do that Uh, that would be absolutely incredible to know that um there are people out there watching online on their computer on their phone wherever you are on their tv and uh, you came to that point where you said yes to jesus and you want to get baptized that would be so cool to see so uh, if you want to do that you can also get signed up online Um, please check that out and if uh, you are a new believer, Um, not even just because of Easter, but um, if you're a new believer and just want to go through that baptism, you haven't done it yet, um, I'm encouraging you, please check that out. It's going to be incredible. We will show that, of course, live, like we have done uh, the last couple of baptisms. We've showed those and um, there's been so many good comments and uh, things. So I want to show that with you again. I don't want the online church to be left out. I want you to see that amazing power Uh, that Christ can do in people's lives. It's so cool, guys. Uh, Well, hey, thank you again for checking out uh, Coffee with Kevin, and I will see you guys for Easter. Thanks, everyone. Bye.